0: Hello, gorgeous followers. I hope that all of you are just having a really great day. Made slightly better by listening to Law School and Brief, the 66th episode with your co-hosts, Lydia. That's me. And I am joined by Megan. (laughs) I'm telling you,
1: one of these days we are going to get intro music. I don't know when it will be, but it
0: will happen. (laughs) I forgot that that was a thing. So,
1: really, every <laughs> time I every time I listen back to our episodes, which is a thing that I do, I'm like, okay, they could start any second now. It's just <laughs> this blank void, and then hello, it's okay. One day,
0: <laughs> yes. Well, here we are, still amateurs. Um, we never said we'd get good at people. this, <laughs> and. It's been a couple weeks because uh, Megan was traveling and I don't know what I was doing, but yeah, Megan, I think, has a pretty good report for us today as the topic of our podcast. I don't even really know. I don't even really know what it's about. So I should. That's shouldn't so funny. Listen.
1: We're making my updates to the topic. Wow. I'm very excited. Oh, I, I do it's think. Law related. I can. Yeah. Oh, I have plenty of good law related content if you can yeah. believe that. <laughs> despite the fact that I'm on spring break, and despite the fact that I was visiting family in Los Angeles, um, I did somehow manage to walk away with some juicy courtroom drama. <laughs> wow!
0: So, yes, it's yeah. my spring break too, actually.
1: It, is it really? Oh, because you you have those little like
0: pieces of spring break, right? Yeah, that's how they did it for this remote semester. This is our second and final mini spring break, so it was yesterday, today, and tomorrow that we have off of class. Do you think, just sort of anecdotally,
1: that WashU's decision to break the spring breakup like that has been effective in curtailing students' travel?
0: I don't know, because like the semester's remote. We could travel whenever mm. we want. But That's a good point. Yeah, I guess it's not as fun to travel and then do remote classes. Maybe. I, I haven't heard of many people's plans. I know three different people who are traveling. So. Like yeah. Traveling. I've been, I've
1: been seeing, a, a quite a few people who are posting like Florida spring break pictures. <laughs> oh, from wow. Elon. I mean, no shade, no shade. I, I know some of them and I'm sure that they're, you know, playing it as safe as they can, but I did, I had to email the registrar, this lovely woman named Jane law. Um, I had to email her the other day because i needed access to a book for one of my classes and Mm -hmm. she she and i are like fairly friendly her daughter actually lives in santa cruz which is where i went to undergrad so when she saw that i went to ucsc you know that was instant connection right there boom oh yeah um anywho so she she asked she kind of was chiding me and she said you know are you in spring break or are you on spring break in florida like she didn't say LOL, but that was the implication. <laughs> and I said, "No, I'm I'm on spring break in my childhood bedroom, <laughs> like Aww. leeching my parents' Wi-Fi and, and watching reality TV with my mom. Not a bad, not yes. a bad way to be.
0: Really,
1: yeah. So anyway, um, sounds like Washi was effective in their in their efforts. Maybe so. Yeah. I
0: I know a lot of us are doing a certain spring break road trip of sorts. In fact, I did this road trip yesterday. So my update, my biggest update is that I drove to Memphis, a town in Missouri, not Oh, I was like, you went all the way to (laughs) Tennessee. (laughs) To yeah, Memphis, Missouri is three hours from St. Louis. But there's a hospital there that had the way Missouri does this vaccine rollout is that they've it's rural areas have gotten more vaccines than they know what to do with and the cities have gotten fewer vaccines than they know what to do with so anyways drove three hours (laughs) to get this this first vaccine
1: oh my god I just gave myself away
0: (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean well
1: you were saying Man, I'm not sly at all. I was trying to get the air horn up.
0: <laughs> uh, that's what I thought. I was like, am I hearing a, like an audience, like, uh, you know, track? So. Oh, God damn it. No, I was. Okay, it's, not too I, late. it's not too late. Pull it up and, and let me just repeat. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: unfortunately, I don't. <laughs> this is so awkward. I don't have the app anymore. So I was like trying to do, I found like this this video on youtube called 10 hour air horn and i was trying to play it but there was oh, a 13 second oh, ad beforehand
0: no oh, here it is.
1: <laughs> okay i have no way of muting this i've never felt more like an aging millennial than i do in this moment okay wait
0: air horn okay hold on
1: the ad's over
0: okay ready
1: oh god i'm glad that i didn't pick this one this is the air horn oh, sound type. it's not what we're looking for. Okay. You know what? I I give up. Wow. Wow. That
0: was chaotic. I am just, I mean, you sounded (sighs) like you went through all that trouble just to show me how excited you were that I got my vaccine. Yes. Damn. Yeah. So I know many more people who are doing that with their spring break than who are traveling for funsies, but I mean, yeah, a six hour road trip and then a little longer when you add on like rest stops and such. But I got the snacks, Billy made the playlist, so it was good. And now we're gonna go back in like a month for the second dosage oh, or whatever. Hell yeah. The day after classes end, like, right before exams. So oh, hell no. We we won't have too bad of side effects.
1: Wait, but so how first... long after you get the second shot do you have an exam?
0: I don't think that my exams are scheduled. So we have a two week period and we can take the exams in the order that we want. I might have, oh, that's good exams exam.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Adam and my
1: mom both had really strong side effects after their second dose, like oh. out for the day level side effects. So okay. Time that correctly.
0: <laughs> right. I have a little, yeah, I, ha- I have a, um, I have a little bit of leeway, I think. Like, even if I do have a scheduled exam the first day of exams, which I don't think I do, but I at least have the weekend. So, yeah. Today, my arm is just really sore, but that's it.
1: Yeah, my arm was pretty sore for about a day and a half after the first shot, too. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. I'd rather that than COVID.
0: Yes, certainly.
1: All day, every
0: day, baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, so... so your spring break is coming to an end, or you're still when, does, when your classes start?
1: So my classes um inconveniently start on my 30th birthday, which is no. Monday. <laughs> yeah. I will be spending uh two hours on my 30th birthday uh in Conlaw. So Oh man. But you know, there are silver linings. First of all, the whole first week of classes are gonna be remote because Elon tests students once a month for covid um and if you're coming to class in person you have to get a a negative covid test in order to enter the building so every so often like a week of classes will be remote to accommodate people coming and getting tested okay so while i will be in con law i will be doing it from the comfort of my own home um hopefully brawless and flawless as usual I'm just yes. I'm, I'm I'm coasting. <laughs> I'm coasting into my 30s in in rare form. I'm, I'm really good. like good. I have no pride, I have no shame. Um yeah, and 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 that should be good. So it it does feel kind of odd though because I have felt as though I was on a break of sorts for the last 3 months. Um just because the shift from, from being a full-time student to being a full-time employee was so different. Yeah. Like I would be done, I could be done with whatever I was working on by 5.00 PM. And then there was no kind of like yeah. looming anxiety about yes. finals. There was no, there was not a point that I thought to myself, oh, I could be doing something else. Like That's I should so be doing crazy. something else. I could read ahead. That wasn't present. So I'm coming off of what feels like a three-month break in some ways.
0: Yes. A brain break.
1: Yes. Like I'm actually excited to go back to school now.
0: Aww. Yeah. Did I tell you what I'm taking? I'm pretty sure I did. I don't remember. So let's hear it.
1: Con Law 2, Family Law, and um, Criminal Procedure. Okay. And uh, two asynchronous bar prep classes.
0: Oh, yes. You did tell me about those. And I was yeah. jealous. Yeah. But family law, that sounds really interesting. I want to take that next year. Crim Pro, I don't really want to take it. I kind of just want to like cram for the bar. <laughs> I, was, I mean, the only reason sure I'm taking it
1: right. is because it's bar tested.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I have
1: like zero interest in that whatsoever yeah um and that you know what though I might actually take that back because Mm. and I don't know if we're ready to segue into this but I have a really fun high for this week
0: oh yeah I let me see yeah I don't have any other real updates I just have highs and lows I guess let me see my only update is that I'm starting to prepare for exams and so I've got corporations ethics and trust and estates coming up on the docket so I figured Ooh. I would do like a maybe I could break it down for the listeners and preparing for that would make me really have to study just making things simple is actually I was so, say, fun.
1: so it could be really fun that. you know how I have a big soft spot in my heart for trust and estates yeah I feel like it would be super fun if we did another hypo and walked oh, through it.
0: Okay. If That's that wouldn't idea. be like yeah.
1: too cumbersome for
0: you. Well, I could, I could try it. Like, you mean I should test you on how much you still remember? Like that you, kind could,
1: you could test me under the guise of teaching me. Okay. I like it. You know I love that kind of it's –
0: been, it's been a little while, you know, yeah, I was thinking, like, for all these, like, it's maybe kind of boring for you because you've already done corporations, ethics, and trust and estates. So. No,
1: I haven't. Well, I did business, well, you did business associations. As- yeah, but corporations so, and
0: business associations.
1: Yeah, I mean, either one of those would be fun for me to review. I didn't really like business associations, but my brain got it. So okay. And then okay. trust and estates, like, just throw some weird rules against perpetuities question at me, and we can ponder it together on air. Sweet. <laughs> For those so of you who my, are not in law update. school. Yeah. Oh.
0: Sorry.
1: The rule against perpetuities is like notoriously difficult and also equally notoriously never tested on the bar, but you kind of want to know <laughs> it in case it's on the bar. Yes. Uh, I couldn't even begin to explain it. It's sort of like how Lydia, how would you explain it?
0: Um could you? It is a Fuck! I can't believe you're putting me on the spot for a rule. Okay, I'll try. I'll try. And you fill in the gaps. Is a okay? Okay.
1: Yeah. It's like okay. So if you if you are giving a generational gift, um, meaning like if I had children and I wanted to like pass something down to them, um, and then there are all these different loopholes. Essentially, the rule of perpetuities prevents generational gifts from rolling over too many times, too far down generations without it being reclaimed. Like at a certain point, it's just sort of like, okay, clearly like this gift is not working toward a specific class, which is what, or like a, a class gift is what the, wow. Listen to me. This is hilarious. (laughs) It's like, it's like impossible
0: to explain. (laughs) I think that if you, if you're really looking for the broadest overview, then you can take it at, at face value. It's like, okay. it is a rule that is against perpetuities <laughs> against the perpetual, like perpetual like, giving rolling like over the land wants, wants the wants property to be in use. Just like why we have um, adverse possession.
1: Okay. I right? Googled it. Cause I couldn't okay. take this anymore. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. So so when you Google it, it says
1: this: the rule against perpetuities is a common law property rule that states that no interest in land, meaning actual land, there's no like special meaning for that. No interest in land is good unless it must vest, if at all, no later than 21 years after some life in being at the creation of the interest. I realize that sounds like it,
0: like not English. <laughs> i know but at least it it settles the the question of who has the title to this land you know cuz it cuz you might be in a situation where it's like oh this land belongs to my great great granddaughter who if you are listening to this and you know me i don't have a great great granddaughter so like that doesn't make sense so right you know. anyway
1: the rule of, if what I just said, if what we just said sounds complicated and like silly and like muckety-muck, mellifluous muckety-muck as my torts professor once oh wrote on my, my, on my practice exam, <laughs> it is mellifluous muckety-muck and it makes no sense. And that's why it's like classically laughably hard and <laughs> everybody tries to avoid it. So <laughs> maybe we don't talk about that in a wills and trusts context. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, maybe I'll throw it in there as, like, a hidden issue for you. Just, a little you Easter know, egg. See? Yeah. Very good. So um, so that's something to look forward to on a future episode, but I don't really have any, like, updates. Oh, our Dean thinks that we're coming back in the fall. So that's cool. But, yeah. That's good news. That, yeah. So your last yeah, so year what, of what's law the... school will be in person. I really hope that would be so nice, but you know, whatever's safest for everyone. So
1: I was talking to my uncle, Pat, who, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. Uncle Pat, aunt Tammy. Um, anyway, he, he, he is not a too much of a listener of the podcast because, um, Tammy gives him all the updates. So he, he is abreast, but he does not. Yeah. Tammy, you're probably listening to this. Shout out, shout out, Tammy. Um, he said, wow, like, so you really only have two trimesters left. I said, yes. And he said, and those trimesters are like the McPizza trimester, right? And I, I nodded. and I'm like, yeah, totally. The McPizza trimester. <laughs> Not funny. knowing what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> and later he clarified for me that there used to be, this is like classic Pat. He's, he's so smart. He's such a nerd. He's like the type of person who would remember like obscure trivia from the 80s. But apparently in some version of Trivial Pursuit that that appeared at some point in the last 30 years, there was a question that said, like, I forget the exact question, but it was like, what do you call, like, the pizza, the, like, limited run pizza that was produced by McDonald's? And people... being really heady and like, you know, good at trivial pursuit were like tr- racking their minds trying to remember this like very niche menu item, but the answer was Mick Pizza.
0: Oh so- my God. <laughs> so <laughs> so
1: when so when he refers to a McPizza trimester, what he means is like it's the gimme. It's the last, you know, it's like yes. the last semester, it's the last trimester or whatever. It's the McPizza trimester
0: i so. am on the mcdonald's wiki fandom page to uh-huh. see a picture of mcpizza i don't know why i thought it was going to be like a little really little pizza but it looks like a whole pizza
1: i don't know oh, I, thought, I, I definitely I thought, thought, I thought it was like a personal pan thing yeah
0: it's big wow it looks like a normal-sized pizza, but then the box looks like a personal pan pizza, but I need more pictures. That's what it is. I need scale. I need, like, a human to stand next to the McPizza. Yes. Yes. There's only... Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's only one place left in the world that sells the throwback pies, and it's located in... <gasps> guess where? Oh, my God. Is it in the United States somewhere? Are we going on a road trip? It's in the United
1: States. Why do I feel like it's the South?
0: <laughs> it's in the
1: South. Oh my God. Please tell me it's Greensboro, North Carolina. No, <laughs>
0: that'd be amazing. Where? It's in Orlando, Florida, known as the Epic McD, the world's largest entertainment, McDonald's and play place. So oh it's God. like, we're looking
1: up the Epic McD now.
0: Disney world and sea and <laughs> Universal studios are not enough. <laughs> there is Epic McD. Okay, wow. you might
1: have to disable a child blocker to Google Epic McD. I'm just letting you know right now. This. Is... <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Wait. No. I no. Got... No. It's all. It's all very PG.
0: Okay. Yeah. I got the TripAdvisor uh, link immediately. Oh wow! Wow. I am not mad at this. It. I see the pizzas in one of their pictures. Wow. So
1: is this the wait? What would you call this? Okay. The McPizza episode. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah, that's fine. This is what we're doing. <laughs> wow, their arcade is huge.
1: okay, this is an epic digression.
0: I love this. <laughs> hey, it's a spring break episode, all right. Is, that's right. Oh my gosh, this is what happens, but yeah we're we're nearing the McPizza part of law school. I'm not quite there yet. You're definitely crushing it. Um, I'm
1: staring down the barrel of the McPizza part of law school. <laughs> Like this is That's where I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned. It. <laughs> I <know. laughs> I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on the last episode, but I'm now at the point where when I'm looking at what classes to take, I'm like game planning to fit everything in because yeah. there are only like I only have. Wow, this is actually hitting me in real time on air. There is only one more time that I'm going to be registering for classes.
0: Wow,
1: that was my brain exploding crazy
0: that's so
1: wild Megan. well okay all of that being said now that i'm at the Mick pizza part of law school and you know hope like sort of like okay i feel like now is when the rubber hits the road and i've spent all this time learning and i did my residency and i've you know had an internship it's like okay mm-hmm. what is happening now like soon enough yeah. i'm supposed to be able to like practice law <laughs> right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) anywho, so I'm going to like tie in a bunch of things that I wanted to talk about. First of all, my summer internship is right around the corner. Um, and I got an email a few weeks ago from my supervising attorney named Jonathan. He's the one that interviewed me back in like at the end of summer, early fall. He's the, he'll, you know, He runs the high country office in Boone, North Carolina. And he emailed me and asked if like, it was out of the blue. And he said, Hey, I, I was just curious. um, Are you going to be talking about your summer internship in rural Appalachia on the podcast? Oh, I know. And like, can you imagine getting that email? Like I full stop was like, fuck. (laughs) I'm in (laughs) trouble already and I haven't even begun. Um, No. no. And then so I like sat there for a second and I was like, okay, I'm terrified. I, I don't think it's bad, but it could be bad. But so I ended up replying and saying, you know, Lydia and I speak about our experiences generally. And I was planning on speaking about the experience generally but if that's a problem, let me know. And I can totally redirect and not do that at all. And, he, and, yeah. he, and I was so relieved when he replied, oh, no, no, no. Like, we would love it if you would talk about the experience. Whew. Wow. Sweating bullets cool. over here.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but also that tells me, I mean, hi, Jonathan, if you're listening. I don't like, I didn't, I, didn't rem- I don't remember telling him about the podcast. So that's exciting.
0: Yeah, that's really cool.
1: Yeah, and maybe we can do an um, like a, a guest speaker, one of my colleagues, if they would be so kind as to, you know, hang out with us, lowly law students, and tell us what's up with with the law.
0: That would be so cool,
1: wouldn't it? Oh gosh, yes. I spoke. I was talking to him on the phone um, earlier today, just talking about logistics of the summer, and I got so excited hearing <sighs> him. I mean, he's just a storyteller. You can tell. And he loves the mountains and the, the mountain people and like the whole culture. And oh, man, I'm just mm, I'm I'm very excited. Oh, and wow I'm like running a million miles a minute. But
0: okay, an very update, exciting.
1: it's also exciting update for our loyal followers who are probably really wondering at the edge of their seats whether I decided to go the route of living in an apartment with like three undergrad roommates and saving money or getting my own apartment. Um, and it turns out that I yesterday was approved to sublet a one bedroom apartment that is only one block away from the office.
0: Nice. And only six hundred and thirty dollars a month. So that's the sweet spot. That's right in between the two estimates that you had for the right hypo of expensive apartment, undergrad apartment.
1: Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's looking like I'm going to be there, and I'll just come back to Greensboro on the weekends. Um, and there's still apparently some, some relative flexibility. Like I'm going to be in court a lot, but, um, Jonathan was saying, you know, as long as you let me know ahead of time, like we can kind of work around your schedule. So if you'd like, need to go back to Greensboro or work remotely or whatever, like we can make it happen.
0: Wow. That's amazing. I know. I'm just so excited. I keep Um, wondering if I'm like not making the most of having a remote summer. Like, should I be traveling around and like. uh living out of different Airbnbs and like visiting people and stuff. Like, I don't know. I mean, you don't have to be here working on my house, you know? It's like, you don't, (laughs)
1: you don't have to do that all the way. Like you could, you could plan for a week or two somewhere. And so you're still kind of getting the, like the, you're, you're taking advantage of the flexibility while like remaining somewhat consistent yeah.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I like that a lot.
1: Oh. I think you should do that. That sounds so fun. Yeah. Maybe you come to Boone. E hey. Not mad Not at right. that idea at all. Lovely In fact, I, <laughs> I have there are a bunch of little tiny homes that I was looking at renting cuz they were kind of like the cheapest long-term Airbnb rentals.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, I'd send you the link. Could be fun. Yeah, do Could it. be fun. Yeah, that cool. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, so Lydia and I are starting a commune in Deep Gap, North Carolina. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Don't come to us for legal advice just quite yet, but (laughs) it will be very fun. (laughs) Um, Bring your bicycle. So I realized that I was beginning to tell you about the exciting high, and then I, like, walked down five different paths mentally And none of them led me back in an organic way to where I wanted to, to be. So I'm just going to jump hey, there, that's if that's okay yeah. with you. Yeah. Okay. Picture it. Spring break, 2021, at my parents' house in Los Angeles. I can picture it. I yep. love it. You know it well. <laughs> so <laughs> my dad has a friend um, named Tracy. Well, her, her legal name is Teresa. Um, but anybody in the criminal justice system would know her as your honor, um, or judge Sullivan and fun fact, she became a judge in 2013, right. When I graduated from undergrad and my dad was invited to like the big party that she held, um, and I was his plus one. So I got to see her get sworn in as a judge and she knows me from when I was a little kid, but you know, my dad being Mr. Popular has like, I'm not exaggerating hundreds, if not thousands of friends. So like, to me, it's just all like friendly blurred faces kind of like in my family. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, Tracy is a superior court judge here in, or here in LA, there in LA, here in Greensboro, North Carolina, need to make that mental shift. And She, you know, uh, of course, like, my dad is, he's relentless in his bragging about me, which is the cutest thing ever and so Aww. sweet. But he's always, like, anybody who will listen, he's like, my daughter's in law school and she's doing this. And so, you know, of course, he's going to tell his his friends who are lawyers and judges what I'm doing. And Absolutely. Tracy said, yeah, of course. If Megan's ever in L.A., have her hit me up and she can come to court with me. Well, I did just that and we did just that. So I this was this was like last Wednesday. Um I knew that I was going to go see her in court. We had a plan. Uh so I like wore my nicest clothes. I like brought a whole, you know, in my in my in my duffel bag full of like sundresses. I had uh, you know a, a very nice business suit and sensible heels and all of that. Perfect. Perfect. Right. And I drive to downtown L.A. to the Superior Court. And, like, this is funny to me because I'm from Los Angeles. I'm not starstruck by it at all. The shit that people, like, get real starstruck over, like, is stuff that I saw every day growing up. But Mm. there was something weird about this particular trip because I love true crime shows. I love any kind of dramatization. And so many of these shows happen in downtown LA because that's where all the weird shit goes down. You know, you have your OJ mm-hmm. Simpsons, you have your Charles Mansons, you have, you know, all, all of that. And it all kind of, it begins in Superior Court. So as I'm driving up there, it's like, I'm looking at the building differently than I ever have before. Before it was kind of like a movie set, but now I'm like, whoa, this is a real place that real people go to every single day. Yeah. And so Tracy said, when you get here, you know, I'm Department 33. Um, just tell the people at the front door that you're my law clerk. So I do that and I walk in and it's, first of all, big observation. Number one, don't even know if I should be saying this on air because (laughs) this could be like a hot tip for somebody who wanted to do something bad, but I just was wearing nice clothes. And I said, I'm a law clerk and they just let me in. Wow. Amazing. I mean, I walked, I walked through the metal detector and stuff, but nobody looked at me sideways. Nobody was like, what are you here for? Hmm. so that's that's wild (laughs) and like two no surprises here los angeles superior court much bigger and different than greensboro or guilford county superior court yeah Um, so i take the elevator up to the third level and it lets me out and instantly i'm overwhelmed because there are people everywhere and the doors all have windows, but the windows are being blocked by like paper or cardboard. And so I walk over to the door to, you know, number 33, which is her courtroom. And I see really well-dressed attorneys walking in and out of there, but I have no idea like what's going on behind the door. So I nervously pace the hallway for no less than 15 (laughs) minutes trying to figure out if I should walk in the door or not.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: How awkward can I get? How awkward can that I get? a little awkward. Until finally I'm like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Here we go. <laughs> so I just opened the door. <laughs> and I was right to be a little bit wary of just coming and going because when I got in there, you know, there the law clerk was up there doing her thing, shuffling around. The court reporter was there getting ready. The bailiff was there checking people in. And then there were attorneys in there who were all kind of like moving around, talking to each other you know, shuffling through papers, I walk over to the bailiff and I said, hi, I'm I'm here to see Judge Sullivan. And she said, who are you? And I said, nah, my name is Megan. And she was like, I don't have that name down here. And I'm like, fuck, 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 oh, fuck, 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 fuck. So I'm texting Tracy like yeah. a child. I'm like, hi, I'm here. The bailiff doesn't have my name down. And Tracy was like, oh, it's okay. I'll be there in a few minutes. So I tell the bailiff, like, you know, I promise I'm supposed to be here. And she said, okay, fine. Just have a seat. So I sit down and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And it feels like eternity. And then Tracy walks into the courtroom in her robe and she points at me. Like she picks me out immediately, points at me. And then does the like, come here finger, you know? Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. So now I have to stand up in front of people and walk past the little double doors, you know, that separate. The, the spectators in the pews to, from like the council's table and the bench and all that. And um, she takes me into the back and she's just immediately so friendly to me, like the most approachable, friendly person. And we're chatting a little bit. Um, and then she said, all right, well, are you ready to like go out there and see the drama of a courtroom? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So we walk out, we're leaving her chambers. We like, We re-enter the courtroom and she has her law clerk. Okay. So you can, you can picture a courtroom. Yeah. Yeah. And have you ever been behind a judge's bench?
0: No, I haven't been on that side.
1: Okay. Neither had I. Okay. So she, we walk out and the way that it's laid out, when you leave her chambers and you're walking into the courtroom, you can immediately make a left and walk up to her bench. The bench is truly just made for one person, like the judge, obviously. She turns to her law clerk and says, or rather, I'm sorry, her, what was it? She had a special name. It was like a legal assistant, legal administrative assistant, something Mm. like that. And she says, can you pull up a chair for Megan up here? And I'm like, what? What? And she was like, Megan, this is
0: so great.
1: I, Lydia, when I tell you, I have never been more nervous I, I struggle to find – I I truly am struggling to to think of a time when I was more nervous. So she has her law clerk pull a – and it's not graceful. It's like a rolly chair with, like, the 4 prong thing at the bottom that's, like, unhinged and wheeled. And, like, we're walking through this, like, very narrow staircase up to the judge's bench. Now the law clerk's, like, maneuvering this giant chair up these stairs while everybody in the courtroom just sits there and watches and then we get up there and Tracy sits down and she's just like so cool and calm and collected. And she's sitting on her little yoga ball thing. And I'm sitting in this rolly chair next to her. I'm not kidding you. We are knee to knee. I'm not sitting wow. like slightly behind her. I'm not sitting off to the side. It's like we are co-judging for the day is what it would look like
0: wow. to an outside
1: observer. And I turn my head down slightly And toward her and I whisper under my breath Tracy really like I could I could honestly I could sit anywhere else it's totally fine and and she (laughs) she responds to me full volume so that everyone in the courtroom could hear and she said absolutely not everybody this is Megan Megan's a law student and you know what I had never been behind a judge's bench until I was a judge, so we're gonna let Megan see what it's like to be a judge today. And I was just like, "Kill me now! This is the coolest
0: thing that's ever happened." <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my god! Wow! this freaking like, Los Angeles Superior Court, real, and their real lives and stuff. Yes. Being like, so, okay, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so you could wow. see like some of the attorneys were like, "Okay," and. Then, right. <laughs> And I mean, in that moment, I was like, wow, you are all powerful. Like, this is truly your courtroom. You represent the law, which I always like knew, knew. But it's like, you're just, you're not wondering if you're violating some procedure because you know all of them like the back of your hand. Like, Uh, you are the arbiter of justice, my friend. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm sitting up there next to her. And, you know, she has, let's say, 12 cases that are on the docket for the morning and they're all laid out. I mean, it's this is her her law clerk is incredible. She makes that whole show run. I mean, wow. everything is perfectly laid out in order. Like tapered documents so that you can perfectly turn to the page you need to be at and you know, attorneys were appearing in front of her and a lot so they were tra- they were trying to do they were it's um a preliminary hearing preliminary hearings what we wh- is what were happening that day okay. um and so a lot of times the attorneys weren't speaking explicitly about the matter they were just trying to set a date and okay. or or like show co- or show good cause for why this this particular matter should go to trial so okay. Tracy would be talking to them, and she she was clearly familiar with the matter. They were clearly familiar with the matter. So what she was doing is she was talking to them and then would like thumb through the brief or the filing as they were talking and then point to something so that only I could see it. And it was like she would point to what they were talking about, and there were a bunch of different codes, penal codes that I was unfamiliar with. And I looked them up later and I was like, Oh, that guy was appearing like on a double, double homicide.
0: Like, Whoa. Oh, that
1: person. Yeah. There, there was somebody. And I mean, I can say this cause like these hearings are open to the public. Yeah. But there were like people appearing in front of her who there was somebody who had appeared in front of her who had within the last week or two been on the news because he had like, Barricaded himself in his girlfriend's home, and like it was there was a, a standoff w- with the police that lasted like 14 hours or something like that. And he wow. was standing there, like cuffed. Wow, I'd never seen anything like this. <laughs> like, this was next level badassery. And at one this point, this is wild. It was so she oblivious. was pointing stuff to you to like just so you could follow along, to, or to kind of like, yeah, to cue me in on like what was happening. Okay. Um, and like, I, there was one point where, where there was an attorney who appeared in front of her and had requested a continuance, which means Mm -hmm. like, we're not ready to proceed today, but you know, can we calendar this for next month? And he gets up, his client is there. The DA is there. And the DA had like three witnesses, all of whom were police officers, all of whom had to take time off work to do this. And the defense attorney got up and requested a continuance. And Judge Sullivan said, what was the last thing? Or she said, the last time you appeared in front of me, what did I say to you? And he said that that this was going to be the last continuance. I wasn't going to get any more continuances. And she's like, exactly. Oh, my God. But your honor, like, there are all these different things. And she stood up and she said, I don't care what the other things are. I mean, you could hear a pin drop. I was like, this is epic. She, and then he, he had something. He was like, oh, you know, like my, my father is very ill and I had to drive up to Northern California to take care of him. And oh she, said, she said, the court is sympathetic to that, sir. However, this is your fifth continuance. How do you reason the other four? And then she turned to his client and she said, I suggest you get a new attorney if this keeps up. It was oh like, my God. God. And then the And then the defense attorney turned to the DA Because it was kind of, she said, it's up to the DA. Like, he has all of his stuff ready. Like, his witnesses are here. Like, if he agrees to continue, the court will grant one more. But that's it. And so defense attorney turns to the DA. And I could only, I mean, the only reason I could hear this is because I was, like, staring at him very intently and kind of reading his lips. But he said to the DA, like, what do you want from me, dude? I can show you pictures of my dying father if that's what it will take. And then the DA just, like, shook his head and was like, I don't, like... I mean it was so dramatic. It was so
0: dramatic. Whoa, wait, well, what what happened? Did they get the continue? She granted the continuance.
1: The DA okay. the DA yeah, was like okay, one more. One more, but that's that's it. But okay. Here's another hot take. So I'm dressed in like my nicest court clothes.
0: Okay. Whereas
1: so many other attorneys in the room were way more casual. Way more really? casual. And I don't know if that's because like Of the pandemic or like if this is what it's like when you're in court for a preliminary hearing but i mean the da was Uh wearing nice jeans and sneakers and like a button-up shirt and a cardigan
0: there was another attorney there huh i would not expect that
1: i know there was another attorney there who for the longest time i couldn't figure out if he was like a client or if he was an actual attorney because he was wearing jeans and a Dodgers fleece jacket <laughs> and and wow yeah Judge Sullivan even like mentioned it but she didn't mention it in a chiding way he was appearing on behalf of a defendant and then like the opposing counsel was appearing you know via Webex or something like that and hmm. Judge Sullivan said oh you know like attorney so-and-so what you what you can't see because you're appearing on the phone is that so you know attorney so-and-so is here like repping his dodger blue and then they like kind of like riffed on that for a while i'm like wow so this is like acceptable like you can do this
0: is it just because it's like her courtroom and she's maybe more casual or maybe i didn't ask her that but that's a good question Mm.
1: yeah it was a it was a trip i was like oh okay okay (laughs) i mean i will not be arriving in court looking that way but good to know that you know this is something i can perhaps aspire to do one day
0: absolutely yeah anyway did you get to like say anything like at the end did she let you say like court is adjourned or oh no 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 no. (laughs) No, 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 that would be cool
1: (laughs) can you imagine and then i like hit the gavel no absolutely (laughs) don't I don't I don't think I could have done it. When I tell you I've never been more nervous, Lydia, oh when my. I first got up there, like moments after I whispered under my breath to her and she responded to me, my heart was pumping so hard, I had to like consciously breathe. I had to, I had to do like Aww. a silent, like, you know, in for four takes, out for four takes. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> and you know me, I'm not shy, like I'm not.
0: I know you're a chiller, but this you're was so like, conflicted. yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is on another level. I just did felt that make like you want to clerk more. Oh, yeah, Slash absolutely. Would you clerk, like for her, or would that be weird because y'all know each other? Um, well, she did say
1: that you know, if ever I was interested in going into that kind of work and I was in LA, she would do whatever she could to like get me connected to the right people. Um, oh,
0: nice. Oh,
1: here's another big takeaway that I didn't write down. Ooh. She had a heart to heart with me at the end of the day where she was being, she is of the opinion that I should absolutely take the California bar in addition to the North Carolina bar. And I Whoa. said, Tracy, that sounds crazy. And she said, Trust me, the only thing crazier is studying for another bar exam after you've already taken and passed a bar. She, said, she was like, Oh,
0: that's a good point. Yeah, she said, oh. The only time
1: to prepare for a bar is when you're already preparing for the bar. And she looked at me and, like, put her hands on my shoulders and said, Trust me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're going to do it? I don't know. I mean, now I'm thinking about it seriously. Since I'm a Themis rep, I already I get bar prep for free for one bar right. exam. So it's not yeah. like I would be like paying for two bar exams. I would really just be paying for one. And then Are I forever have, have the option. The UBE?
0: UBE. What was that? They're not both in the universal no. bar exam state. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Nope. California is not. Dang. Come on, California. I oh, know. I come see. on, California. I see. Cause I think yeah. I can just get away with doing that, hopefully. But yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one and it, it plant it, she definitely like the planted race? the seed. Well, I think it's a great idea. I mean, I really would not ever want to take the bar twice or I mean, study for the bar twice. Right.
1: I mean, she yeah. said to me, she was like, I probably couldn't pass the bar if I took it right now. Like
0: well, I had I Too much you know. going she... on. Oh well. Because she has a life and stuff. I think yeah, her,
1: her point being like the time that it takes to study, like mm-hmm. I don't think it's an aptitude thing at all. Of course not. She's a judge. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was more like the time that it takes to study is all consuming. So, you know, if you're already in it, you might as well just do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think it's worth considering. It's worth considering. It's worth considering. Yeah. Especially, you know,
1: especially if I don't have a job like lined up immediately. It's like, well. And that's the other I thing. Guess, it's like, do I, yeah. do I take the North Carolina bar in February and then the California bar in July or June? Mm-hmm. Is it July? It's
0: July. I don't actually know when when they are on the docket. Yeah. I don't know, man. Thoughts. Yeah, I guess the time you would have to work out for that. Well, I guess my thing is like a lot of the stuff that you're tested on is not state specific. Some of it is, but it's not like you're studying for the bar twice. It's like you're studying for the bar once and then you're supplementing that with the state differences of the other state that you're testing for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean,
1: I guess I just figured, yeah, since California, I would really have to like do a deep dive on. On what the differences in the tests are.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's the information that we're missing.
1: Yeah. And what's wild is I didn't even, I had never even considered going back to California to practice. But mm. now she's got me thinking about, like, it's just nice to have options.
0: Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, if you take one UBE and then, like, you know, California is, like, so big that like there's always going to be something there and you'll always have your network there that it could be like the backup option i mean all the other states that take the ube are the other backup options but (laughs) but unfortunately i
1: have it's like all the places that are not ube i have people damn it
0: california
1: (laughs) wisconsin nevada
0: yeah womp womp at least new york new york is ube
1: that's true and i'll have you eventually yeah (laughs)
0: well I mean you you lived in New
1: York that's what I'm thinking that's true but I I, you know what I know my network in New York consists of drag queens and bartenders (laughs) so if they need if they need representation (laughs) (laughs) yes yes
0: perfect well wow that sounds like quite a spring break
1: it was pretty good you know it's funny to think that like you know as recently as three years ago, I I did I went and I did crazy things on spring break, and by cra- by crazy I mean like, <laughs> you know, rent a beach house for a week with my friends. But now it's like I'm going that's to my parents' house world. and that's, going yeah. to court. That's,
0: that's, yeah, that's just a different. <laughs> my spring break plans include getting the vaccine, mm. changing the front strut assembly on my SUV, with a couple classmates who have volunteered to help. Uh, we're gonna watch some YouTube videos. I have the I have the struts and uh, what's the thing? The coil thing? I forget. The whole assembly, shocks. And we're gonna take apart my car. And then I'm also making a rug. That's oh. my craft. Yeah, that's my. Those are my spring break plans. <laughs> How big yeah, is miss, the rug? Getting... Well, right now it's little, but it's just like a. It's called a rag rug or like a an Amish knot or like a toothbrush rug. There's all these different names for it. Because you basically not. can make it with, like, I, I got old T-shirts from, like, my neighbors. I just, like, posted in a Facebook group, like, anyone have old T-shirts? And I, like, separated out the T-shirts that someone might actually want to wear one day. There's, like, a uh-huh. Wash U shirt that I was like, I'll just donate that, you know. But there's some, like, company event T-shirts and, like, summer camp 2009 T-shirts. And I'm like, I can cut these up and make them into a rug. Yeah. Did you Google it? Do you see it? Oh no, sorry. Should I've been googling it? My bad. Oh, I thought the way you said it, it after I said it it sounded like you were um
1: googling. No, I'm I'm okay. always just listening to you describe things.
0: Oh. I like it better. Well, this is a way of like it's very similar to making like lanyards in summer camp. Like you okay. just kind of like, doing the same thing over and over with like little bits of string so it's very fun to do that while like watching TV and stuff um but for this spring break it'll be watching barbary videos to prepare for class so i am there with you in terms of like not renting a beach house and having things feel different but la trip sounds pretty cool la trip is not bad was not how past your schedule were you just seeing like everyone and doing everything and like trying to pack it all in um
1: I tried to keep
0: it pretty relaxed like
1: I tried to see
0: one or two people
1: a day but it was like for and the trade-off you know I did I do feel relaxed and like I I'm not exhausted from the trip but the trade-off is that I didn't get to see people as much as I would have liked to yeah I saw pretty much everyone that I had planned on seeing um but, you know, like, of course, I would have loved to spend, like, multiple days hanging out with them. <laughs> and yeah. instead, we just got, you know, we went on a hike. And that was great. But hopefully more time later. Yeah. And I did get to spend a lot of time with my parents and my grandpa, which was, like, the Yay. goal. Yeah. 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 Grandpa. Yeah. <sighs>
0: <laughs> mm. so that was that that's the high we've oh, had yeah. high highs but I liked that because it was also like the subject of the of the pod so listeners I mean, you can start now or we s- stick around because we have you know stuff to stuff to complain about as well I'm just kidding <laughs> I, 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 don't... I have like stupid lows I feel like
1: dang it okay well i don't really have any lows so if we're gonna end
0: the podcast on your lows let's hear them okay um i have one high left so i can save it to the end my my low is just that like my my apartment is really and this is kind of like a meta too like My apartment is just messy. Part of it is because I have a pile of t-shirts that I'm turning into a rug. And part of it is like, I don't know. I just keep trying to spring clean. And like, I spend a lot of time like cleaning the grout in the shower and it looks amazing. But then it's like, that's all my energy for cleaning. Like I cannot, Hmm. I do not spend any more time cleaning after I do that. So, and I like repotted some of my plants and stuff. And then that, and then I run out of like interest in cleaning. So I haven't been able to just like actually spring clean my apartment and it just feels kind of like not a perfectly calm space going into exams. I still have a little time to make that happen, but I don't know. That's that's my like, ugh, because I don't want to spend my spring break doing that. I might try to get more done. But like I even looked into these Groupons for house cleaning services, which is something that I'm like, look, I'm in school, you know. I should be saving money, but if it means going into exam, it's like one of those things that I'm like, if it makes a difference on exams, it's worth the money or whatever. yeah, that, yeah, that we're kind of like but, but like even getting it tidy enough so that someone could do like the cleaning part of cleaning would take so much time that I'm like, well, I should just do it myself. like if I'm gonna tidy everything for a cleaner. I might as well clean after I tidy. Like the tidying is actually oh like the, the bigger thing than cleaning. Uh-huh. Cleaning is like easy. Tidying takes so much mental effort to like, mm. should I get rid of this or should I keep it? Where should I? How should I organize this thing? You know, whatever. Um, but just like scrubbing something is is whatever. You can just zone out, listen to music. So I don't know. That's my that's my low is just when I'm inside for so long with quarantine and stuff, and like I've accumulated random little things. So. Yeah. Do you have any lows or mehs?
1: Gosh. um, I guess my meh is that just when I think I know what I want to do with my law degree, um, I get input from somebody that I care about that's like, no, you should do this. (laughs) So so multiple times. Okay. When I was home for for 10 days, I was able to go visit um, my aunt and uncle who live in Vegas Mm-hmm. and some friends of mine in the Bay Area. Um, thank goodness everybody is vaccinated, and my brother gave me access to his car so I didn't have to like fly or anything more I than I needed it. to, which yeah. is great. Um, and my Aunt Tammy said to me, you know, you, you speak differently when you talk about going to court every day. And she said, you might not realize it, but I listen to your podcast all the time, and you're your voice changes and you get more excited than you do when you talk about like Ooh. family law or trust and estates. And she said, I don't know. I'm just pointing it out. Food for thought. No pressure. Yeah. I just think you'd be an amazing litigator. <laughs> so, so I, I like chuckle and I'm like, okay, like I'm taking that to heart. I'm thinking about it. And then when I was visiting my friend, Tommy, um, you know, he, I hadn't seen him in a few years and we were talking about law school and um, I was explaining to him some, some torts like he knows nothing about the law which is you know not a slight on him it's most people are right there so i explained yeah. that there's civil and there's criminal and i was trying to break down kind of like the differences of, in both and you know with civil i was like the, like imagine it's like you you as a private citizen are suing somebody else for a reason and i gave him the hypo of um uh, farmer philburn and yes. do you remember this from way back when
0: yeah with the
1: like with with the with the shotgun that he rigged, so that when a trespasser came into his house and opened the door it would like automatically shoot, yeah, and I was explaining that like self defense only works if you are in fear or apprehension of like imminent harm, but if the shotgun goes off and you're not home, can you truly claim that you were placed in fear mm-hmm. yeah so that yeah, so I was explaining that, and he goes, you know you you like and I hadn't said to him, I want to go into family law and then said this. Like, he said, wow, so is this the kind of law you're going to practice? And I was like, no. And he goes, I don't know. You maybe should. Like, <laughs> you Whoa. definitely speak differently when you talk. Like, you Whoa. you light up when you're discussing this kind of stuff. And I'm like, God, it's so wild because I just don't see myself doing that. But I don't know. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. this a case where everybody is seeing something that I'm not? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a
0: case where... You are good at everything. so no. people get the wrong impression that they're like, oh, you're really good at that, so you should do it. And you're like, actually, I'm pretty good at everything, so I'm going to do what I want. Oh my God, Lydia. Stop, <laughs> it. Stop it, you. Absolutely. No, that's not your monologue. That's just me projecting onto you, being like, yeah, Megan can do anything. Oh, you. Yeah. Well, you, can you try them both. I feel like you have like your whole career ahead of you. I do have my whole career ahead of me, plenty of yeah. time. But I see why it's a meh to, to just be like, ah, what am I – It's like just to take.
1: Right. Just when I think I have my, my hands on the reins and I'm, I'm in control. Yeah. Like what a hilarious thing to think because like realistically once I graduate and I pass the bar, I'm going to take whatever job I can get because I need a job. <laughs> so, oh,
0: you're going to have options. Here's hoping. Yeah. <laughs> well – So that's me. Okay. Okay. And no, no real low, just like a little. Just a little mess. I don't have any real true low either. So it's, it's a good spring break for both of us. Excellent. My last high is that, I don't know, with like getting the vaccine and like seeing maybe the future open up back to in-person stuff again. I'm Mm -hmm. like kind of cherishing some of these remote moments from. Boston like I left Boston and was like oh I'm leaving behind so much and then everything was remote for a year so I could like go to like see my friends much more easily than if I had had to suggest an online meal or something or online um and yeah so um my dear friend Tamar's family invited me to their virtual Seder again for Passover This weekend and I was like oh I really really want need to like cherish this uh, because like I can't believe I'm going to yet another like family seder and you know maybe next year if uh, you know if I'm in St. Louis and they're in Boston it's not remote like it won't be or like even if I like dial in it wouldn't be quite the same if everyone's not remote like I would just be like oh man I wish I was there you know so Mm -hmm. my high is just being like oh I get to do this one more time you know.
1: That's a really good high. I've been kind of, I've, you were saying that and I was nodding. You couldn't see, but I was nodding because I feel the exact same way. Like I so desperately for so long, wish that I could be back in person. But now that that, now that the time is kind of coming to an end, I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) I just hate, I hate change like that.
0: Like I just, like consistency. I think that's probably, probably part of why I'm like, putting this stress on myself to like deep clean my apartment cuz I'm like I will never prioritize deep cleaning my apartment over going out. So once I can go out, like th- like this is my last chance. Games right? up. Yeah. <laughs> to deep clean. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> why am I not deep cleaning right now? Yeah. So yeah. That's uh that's the plan. Raja's chilling. We're just chilling. We love a that's chilling Raja. Fun. Yeah. on that note yeah I hope everyone listening is having a great spring break or class I guess it's not spring break for everyone
1: hope you're having Uh, a good life enjoying life
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes write to us if you want Uh, tweet at Mm. law school and brief yeah
1: and we'll see you next time
0: yeah Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.